Hello, Dork Squad. I'm Jonathan Cormer, and you're listening to Dork Tales Storytime, the podcast for kids and their pop culture-loving grown-ups. It's a beautiful day for a story, adventure and glory, new friends and old ones too. It's an excellent day to get swept away in a tale, so let us regale you. The Cookie Cobbler Caper by Amy Thompson Ah, I love making cookies. Rolling out the dough, choosing the best sprinkles and frosting. Ooh, I must say, I've never seen you quite so cheerful, Jonathan. Well, I love making things with my hands, especially with you, my good friend. I love that we get to create something sweet together. Ooh, and this dough is certainly delightful. Uh, Mr. Reg, no more free samples. The first few were fine for quality control. Right. But you need to stop sneaking bites or we won't have enough left for baking. Hand me that cookie tin over there. What, this? Yes, this is the tin where I keep all of my... Huh. What is it? Well, I was going to say, this is the tin I store my cookie cutters in, but it looks like a few have gone missing. I might have misplaced them. Or somebody snuck into your kitchen and stole them. Hmm, I highly doubt it, Reg. Well, it appears as though the only cookie cutter shapes I have at the moment are Christmas-themed. Hmm, yes. Hmm, yes. I think we can work with this. You're saying we can make Christmas cookies in July? What, is that so wrong? To want joy and cheer year-round? You know what, Reg? I never thought about it that way. It's what I'm here for. You're right. I am. Uh, I mean, I am. (laughs) You know, this is reminding me of one of my favorite stories. Ooh, will you share while we make our cookies? Of course. Okay, first batch into the oven. The Christmas wreaths. Or the inner tubes for fun at the pool. Ooh, that's good. And uh, these Christmas trees? Hmm, like the pine trees you camp under on warm summer nights. Ha, <laughs> excellent! Now, uh, these Santa Clauses with sacks of toys. Hmm, I don't know what you're talking about, Jonathan. Clearly, this is Santa on vacation, in his swim trunks, carrying his bag of beach necessities. Love it! Okay, inner tubes for the pool, trees from the campsite, and surfer Santas are now in the oven. Yes, well, time for your story. Once upon a time, there was a shoemaker, and every night the shoemaker rolled out cookie dough. <laughs> no, he laid out pieces of leather to cut, 
for the shoes he'd make the next day. Hmm, righto. So, no eating shoes since they're made of leather and not cookie dough. Like the dough we're rolling out here in the kitchen, which isn't leather. Yes. You really want to eat more dough, huh? Well, if you insist. I didn't mean... <sighs> okay, Reg. But let's bake the rest. Yes, I, I can agree to that. Anyway, the shoemaker had fallen upon hard times. What? Not enough cookies? Yeah, he baked them too long. They came out all cracked. Really? <laughs> no, I was just pulling your quills, Reg. Uh, the shoemaker had fallen on hard times because he didn't have enough sales to continue purchasing more supplies. He was sad that he had only enough leather and supplies left for one more pair of shoes. Oh, no. I guess this is my last pair of shoes before I go bankrupt. <sighs> I wonder how my wife and I will be able to eat next. Well, if they rolled cookie dough into shoes like I originally imagined, maybe they could solve both problems at once. Well, they didn't. Instead, the shoemaker laid out his leather and shoe supplies for the night, cut his final pattern, and went to bed, prepared to tell his wife he had ruined their Christmas season. I thought we were really leaning into the July themes. Yeah, well, without the Christmas element, we lose some of the significance. Oh, all right. I'm fine over here taste-testing the frosting anyway. Mmm, yum. Not all of it, Reg. I agreed to cease eating the cookie dough, but you said nothing about the frosting. Now, uh, keep going with Christmas in July. <laughs> bah humbug. Fa la 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 la. I'm not hearing you telling your story. La 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 la. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, where were we? Oh, yes. The shoemaker cut and laid out the leather and supplies for his final pair of shoes, and then he went to sleep. But you won't believe what he saw when he woke the next morning. Mmm, Christmas cookies? Uh, no, it was a brand new, perfectly stitched pair of shoes on his workbench. Not a stitch out of place. In fact, the shoemaker was so surprised that he called for his wife. Oh, honey, honey, come quick. See what has happened. Oh, but my husband, how swift you were at putting those shoes together. Not twenty minutes after waking, and your work is already done? But that's just it. I, I didn't make these. In fact... I just cut out the leather and went to bed, worrying that our Christmas would be ruined. But now, here are the finest shoes I've ever seen. Well, don't worry about it at this moment. Take the new pair to market and see what you can get for them. And that's exactly what the shoemaker did. He took that fancy new pair of shoes to market, and they were a hit! They were so popular, one person offered to purchase them for two times the price. That meant the shoemaker could go home with enough money to purchase more supplies and make more shoes that night. 
Uh, Jonathan, so he used the extra money he had earned to buy more leather. Jonathan, and he bought more rubber for the soles and more string for the laces. Jonathan, listen to me. Uh, What? What is it? I think the cookies might be overdone. Uh, There's um, smoke coming from your oven. Uh, Oh, 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 my. Oh, no. Uh, 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 oh. Oh, well... Our cookies are certainly going to be crispy. This first batch came out a little darker than I originally intended. And they'll definitely have a snap, crackle, and pop. (laughs) Ah, No problem, my boy. It's July, after all. Just think of them as having a little extra grill time on the barbecue. Uh, barbecue. Right. Plus, how could they be ruined when I've mixed together all of our lovely food coloring? They won't be red and green Christmas cookies. They'll be bright like the summer sun. Well, that's definitely fitting for July cookies. And July stories. One batch of BBQ bakes down. Now, let's jump back into your tail and get the second batch in the oven. Well, okay... Thanks for the perspective, Reg. And this time, I'll keep a closer eye on the clock. (sighs) Now, uh, where was I? Uh, The shoemaker returned home with double the supplies. Oh, yes. And he decided to do just as he had done the night before. He rolled out the leather and cut the shapes for his shoes, laying all of the pieces out on his workbench before bed. And what do you think happened? Um... Um, he woke up the next morning to the smell of something freshly baked? Ha! Nice try! No, there were now two pairs of shoes, each with the smallest, finest stitching the shoemaker had ever seen. Why, these shoes must have been cobbled by mice, thought the shoemaker, though this level of handiwork wasn't in any mouse wheelhouse that he was aware of. Who I know a guy. He's definitely crafty. Has small hands, uh, paws, but very dexterous for a rodent. Mm, huh, interesting. Oh, and our second batch is almost ready. Just one more minute. Anyway, the shoemaker wasn't the only one curious about these perfectly cobbled booties. <laughs> booties? Yeah. Shoes. Booties? You've never heard of the term? Jonathan, I'm English. Of course I've heard booties. I just think it's hilarious coming from you. <laughs> booties. <laughs> uh, okay. Here. Frost some surfer Santas. Ooh, yum. Don't mind if I taste his bag of beach supplies? Uh, Frost, Reg. Anyway, the shoemaker's wife was curious about all of their good fortune. Uh, Husband, we must find out who or what is making these fine shoes. Tonight, we'll lay out more leather and tools, and we'll hide in the cupboard to spy and see what happens. The shoemaker's wife had a very good plan. Her strong, strategic common sense was one of the reasons the shoemaker loved her so much. Mm. Aww. 
Yeah, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> Just like our cookie. Hey, you're eating everything. Those are hot. Your mouth must be burned. No. Well, yes, it was worth it. Uh, so the shoemaker and his wife hid in the large cupboard on the side of the workshop. They kept the cupboard door open just a crack to see the workbench. When the moon reached its highest point in the sky, a shadow passed in front of the window above the bench. And the window opened. Ooh, my nerves. The tension is too high. Who is it? Who is it? Uh, Mr. Reg, you've had entirely too much sugar. And take that cookie out of your mouth. I can't. Fine, one more surfer won't hurt. But no more after that. That's it. Oh, come on, Jonathan. Get into the Christmas in July spirit. Well, okay, I'll try one. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Hey. These are fantastic. Wow. When you weren't looking, I threw in some more cinnamon and uh, a hint of nutmeg. Wow, that was a breach of trust. But honestly, I'm not sure I would have easily taken your suggestion to change my recipe. And I would have been wrong. So please use this pencil to alter my recipe card. Certainly. You know, this is really similar to our story, which I should get back to now. Oh, yes, please. Okay, so the shoemaker and his wife were peering through the cupboard door at the workbench. And what did they see? Um, a cat. No, a bat. No, a naked mole rat. <sighs> yeah, you've had entirely too much sugar. No, they saw two tiny elves pop into the shop. The elves were no more than ten inches tall, and no wider than a pool noodle. In the moonlight, their shadows combined into the form of a house cat. Ah, so that's how they're able to sneak around. Yes. They quickly put their small hands to work, assembling fantastically detailed shoes from the cuttings and tools the shoemaker left on his workbench. And that's how they create such special, minute details for each shoe. Right, and in no time, new pairs of shoes were completed and lined up on the workbench. The elves gazed at their handiwork and gave one another high fives. High five! And just like that, they hopped back out the window. The shoemaker and his wife now pretty cramped in the cupboard, burst forth excitedly. I can't believe it. Oh, what a wonderful sight. Two little elves. Why do kids bully other kids? Why does my friend lie to me? What do you do if your friends say you're bossy? How can I make a best friend? Friendships can be complicated. 
I'm psychologist and author Dr. Eileen Kennedy Moore, host of the Kids Ask Dr. Friendtastic podcast. Each weekly five-minute episode features a question from a kid about friendship, plus a practical and thought-provoking answer. Tune in to learn how you can build strong and caring friendships. Kids Ask Dr. Friendtastic is available wherever you get podcasts. Maybe they noticed my time of desperation. They were so good to me. Now we have enough shoes to sell and make loads more. It's a Christmas miracle! Yes, in fact, that night was Christmas Eve, and the shoemaker's wife, reminded of that fact, paused. Husband, did you notice those little men were in rags? Oh, it's so cold outside, and we are expecting snow. Hmm, you're right, wife. We can't take advantage of them. They helped us remain in business through the toughest time we've ever faced. Then we must repay them. It is Christmas, after all. The shoemaker's wife was always very generous. You're right. I'll cut out the patterns. Will you help me sew some warm clothing for them? His wife nodded in agreement, and once the shoemaker returned from the market with all the proper supplies... The two got right to work. They worked until nightfall, crafting the very best outfits for the elves. When the moon was about to reach its peak, they laid out the small pants, shirts, and jackets on the workbench, and hid once again in the cupboard. At midnight, the elves snuck through the window just like before. They looked over at the workbench and saw there were no leather shoe fixings. Hmm, and no cookies, hmm. Actually, the shoemaker and his wife did put out some fruit and nuts with their gifts. Hmm. Hmm. Fruits and nuts. Hmm. Yeah. And maybe a couple of cookies. The elves took in the entire spread before them. Then they left it the opportunity to try on their new bespoke clothes. Ooh, I love the pockets in these new trousers, exclaimed the first elf. Yes, brother. This is the finest haberdashery, and we will keep warmer than ever before. Plus, the sweater color really brings out the twinkle in your eyes. And with these new threads and fine suiting, we don't need to be cobbling shoes by moonlight anymore. Yes, no more stitching shoes or lacing boots. We are bound for bigger and better things. And with that, the elves high-fived one another. Yeah! danced a little jig grab some nuts and dates and cookies maybe And they giggled and scampered happily out the window, never to be seen again. Well, that's it. How disappointing. But the story's not over. When the shoemaker came to his wife the next morning, feeling down about the loss of his handy little helpers, 
The shoemaker's wife shared that she learned a different lesson. Oh, wife, what will I do? Now that I no longer have those elves to help me, how can my business survive? You silly husband. She hugged him and replied, You'll carry on, just as you have for years before the elves came. They arrived to help you during your time of need. But you don't need them to be a good cobbler and run this shop. Hmm, you're right. I'm sad to see the elves depart, but I'm glad we gave them those gifts. Because they gave me the gift of inspiration. They were great collaborators who taught me a thing or two about fine craftsmanship. Just like you've done here today, Reg. What? But, Jonathan, I, I haven't made any shoes. As we learned at the beginning of the story, shoes are not made of cookie dough. <laughs> no, no. I mean that we've been great collaborators, and you've really inspired me. Oh, right. Well, I am known to inspire. You spiced up the recipe, showed me a new perspective about our barbecue bakes, and really made the most out of our lack of cookie cutters. I mean, you transformed our Christmas-themed cookies into fun July-themed treats. Well, we do make a good team, don't we? Just a human and his hedgehog sidekick, who always has the finest ideas. The finest of them all. And it's nice to know we can get inspiration from working alongside all different types of people. And animals. And elves. How true, my friend. How true. Now, here comes my favorite part of baking cookies. Oh, and what would that be? Well, giving them a taste, of course. Pass me a surfer Santa, won't you? Ah, Yes. A, uh, surfer Santa? Hmm, uh, uh, well, uh l let me see. Or one of the inner tubes will work, too. Yes, yes, an inner tube. Uh, j j just a moment. Reg? Hmm? Have you eaten all the cookies we've baked so far? Every one? Um. Tee All right. The time has come, the walrus said, to talk of many things of shoes and elves and cookie dough that Christmas in July brings. Reg, pass me the surfer Santa cutters. Time for batch number three. This has been a John in Character production. Today's story was written by Amy Thompson, edited by Molly Murphy, and performed by Jonathan Cormer. Sound recording and production by Jermaine Hamilton at Hamilton Studios. Reach out to us on Instagram or email us at dorktalestorytime at gmail.com. Find links in the show notes or go to dorktalestorytime.com. Now, 
Go be the hero of your own story, and we'll see you next Once Upon a Time.